detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. A bit of 3D stuff, Jared. Mm. 2010's Piranha 3D is tonight's episode. Unfortunately, uh, obviously we haven't been watching anything because it's done pretty quickly back to back. So without sort of bunking around, let's just dive straight in. Here's the trailer to 2010's Piranha 3D. There are many summer films for the whole family. This is one of them. There's something in the water! On August 20th... Oh, my God! Don't scream. Just swim. Piranha in 3D. This film is not yet rated. Piranha 3D from 2010, directed by Alex Arja, who directed High Tension. It's produced by Alex Arja, Mark Canton, who produced 300, Gregory Levesier, who produced Crawl, and Mark Toberoff, who produced Prey. It's written by Pete Goldfinger, who wrote Saw X, and Josh Stolberg, who wrote Sorority Row. It stars Elizabeth Shue as Julie Forrester, Adam Scott as Novak, Jerry O'Connell as Derek Jones, Jessica Schozer as Kelly, and Christopher Lloyd as uh, Mr. Carl Goodman. The budget is $24 million. The box office was $83 million worldwide. Alex Arger planned to have Joe Dante, who was the director of the original Piranha, and James Cameron, who directed Piranha 2, The Spawning, play boat captains who give safety lessons to the teens. Dante was keen to do it, but James Cameron was too busy. <laughs> yeah, I bet he was. Oh, I reckon that would have been fucking piss funny. Yeah. Too. It, would, like, it, would, it would have been a really cool way to sort of tie it all up. All right, Jared, Piranha 3D, you, you, you pulled this one out. After yeah. we did a bit of a deep dive for Skinner Marink and, you know, there was a lot of not to die. No? There was <laughs> a lot of things that we're not equipped for at this particular <laughs> point, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Yeah, look, I've been, I've been hanging to cover this one for a while. It's in that, that fucking pocket of stuff that I just I dig. Like, you know, a couple of others that, that we should cover, like Planet Terror and, mm. you know, the Machete movies, which we've done one of. Yep. There's a bit of a parody element to it. This is this is the first time I had seen it not in the three D. Yeah, because I saw it in the cinemas in three D, and I've got a copy of the Blu Ray that had the three D disc. But bugger if I'd know where I could watch that now. <laughs> it's got the two D version as well. But yeah. so watching it was a little bit different. But you could clearly see where the three D elements were, and and um, they were pretty pretty good in that regard. Yeah. Look, it's light on the story. Light on the story elements. There's parts of it that probably don't even need to be there. But if you're going to do away with that stuff and point in the direction of, well, we're just going to, we, we're going to do gore, we're going to do a few scares, we're going to do this, you better fucking do it like this. Like, yeah. This is almost one of the prime examples of how to do it if you just want a fun movie that ignores some of that sort of stuff. I think it's still pretty funny. Like, Jerry O'Connell and Eli Roth especially get a few laughs out of me. Yeah. Some of the, the kills are actually really well handled. Some mm. of them are actually quite uh, – there's an element of holding back on them. 
which doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen often, but there's a few early where they hold back before we just go all out carnage. Yeah. And yeah, all in all, I think it's still a fucking great time. I went three and a half, but I was very close to a four. I would agree on three and a half. Just great fun. Heaps of action, heaps of gore, all of it well handled by Alex Arger. Character development, minimal. You know, there's, there's some steps that could have been taken there to perhaps shore up some of that, but there's no real need for it. It doesn't hurt the fact that, like, honestly, I couldn't have given a shit about the characters. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the situations that happen, they, they, it's pretty sharp. It's 90 minutes. It, yeah. It punches through quickly and it gives set piece after set piece. So really characters aren't really that important. No. It um, lays its cards on the table and it just plays exactly what yeah, you see. Yeah, and it basically does exactly what it says it's going to do. Yeah. Right? So I gave it three and a half as well. I really enjoyed it. Straight out of the gate, it's a good cast. Good yeah. cast of season sort of vets. Elizabeth Shue, Ving Rhames, Sherry O'Connell. These guys, on a smaller budget like this is, this is who you need. Yeah. You know, you make it palatable that way. Yeah, and I think um, we talked about the lack of like, character development, but there's moments where Elizabeth Shue and Ving Rhames have a, a couple of little back and forths that, that, you know, it's very brief, but there's a little bit of chemistry there. They actually do seem like workmates that like to work together and that sort of thing. Jerry O'Connell is fucking, fucking far too good at playing a real funny. asshole. <laughs> He's so funny. good. His form performance is by far the best thing oh, in the movie. Oh, it's funny. It's very funny. And then, you know, the way he kind of escalates, we'll go into it a little bit, but the way he escalates and things like that. Christopher Lloyd's a little over the top. But, yeah. But he's only in there briefly and he's essentially playing Doc Brown. And you've kind of, the way that you've kind of set things up, I'm all right with that. You know, we only go to him to get a little bit of info about the, the piranhas and that's where we leave it. Like it's, it's... Yeah, and the movie's not... Bogged down in that shit either. No, no. Like it's not bogged down in, oh, okay, where did the piranhas come from? Who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah. A, a fisher opened up and they came out. Yeah. Like what? Here they come. Yeah, here we come. So that was, yeah, that was all. I, I thought the cast all um, did quite well. The younger actors, I haven't, I can't really sort of place anything else that they've really done. So well, the younger couple. Yes. But they were fine. They were fine enough, yeah. It's just that, I mean, I'll get to it in the dislikes, but the character development hurts them from an acting standpoint, and I'll get to why I feel like that occurs. Mm. I think they do a really good job of capturing spring break and the vibe and the chaos of having all them people in one place. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. And the way they're fucking trashing the your lake. And the you know, like yeah. all that. I think that actually they do a, quite a nice job of sort of creating that constantly throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to do. Like, it's not hard to work out what kind of fucking dickheads would be around there, but <laughs> it, it, it works well to kind of create the atmosphere there. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they do a really good job of actually separating the key groups. Yeah. So the sheriff is over here. The son, Jake, is on the boat with O'Connell, and they're over here. The kids are now in the canoe. They're over here. Yeah. So we've now separated everyone, we've broken it up to make it, to give it that people are in danger mm. now. I like that. Simple yeah. but very effective. Effective, exactly right. And as you said, they don't get bogged down in trying to do too much of it. Like normally I would criticise a movie for, for the, probably the lack of story that this one's got. 
but it's just so much fun. And it's clear from the get-go, yeah, yeah, we're not going for that, but we're going to do just enough. Yes. We're going to do just enough you to You need set to have a couple of characters. You need to have them there, but then yeah. we're yeah. going to go straight past it. Uh, and, look, you know, it's, it's a pretty breakneck pace. So it doesn't oh, yeah. really slow down to give you the chance to go, well, fuck, I don't even know this guy. No. Honestly, I don't care. No. Yeah, I would agree with that. The Richard Dreyfus cameo is, is a really cool way to kind of touch point with Jaws. Yeah. He's, he's dressed the same way that Hooper was. Yeah. He's singing, he's the, song. singing the song. They call him Matt. Yeah. So I, I, I like those ideas yeah. just to sort of touch, to get him into like – to just to have a little thing of like this is kind of like a, a rip off of Jaws, yeah, like the original yeah, yeah. But I also love the fact that you know we set the tone. It's a little bit we're going to nod to this a little bit, but then we go and do something a little gorier and a little different yeah. the way he dies, and then almost yeah, it's only a few minutes after that. I appreciate the way that Elizabeth Shue kind of mentions shit. What would you say if I close the lake? And Ving Rhames just shuts that down yeah. straight away, essentially saying, "Look, we've given our nod, but we're we're a little different. We're going to mm. do things a little different here. Mm. You know, we're not getting them off the lake. There's not going to be that outside drama. We've just sort of cut that off right here. Yep. And all these people are going to be in danger. Basically, we kind of we kind of go a different. A and different we're not going to go the with the whole. We shut the lake, and then you disobeyed us. A small yeah. group disobeyed us. Yes. No, we're not going to shut the lake and there's fucking thousands of people out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like that idea. I think it's good. And it's also, look, it's an admission that Jaws is Jaws and no one else has fucking got close. Yeah. So we're just going to do it our way. <laughs> yeah, correct. And we're going to have some fun with it. Yeah, agreed. And I think, I think it works really well in that, that um, the way they do that. Yeah. The stuff in the cave... With the two divers, mm. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. They build some tension. You know, they're down underwater. You don't know where the piranhas are. And then they go into the cave and they find the, the all eggs the and eggs shit. and that. And then he strikes the flare. The flare. Yep. And you just, they're all around him. Yeah, that was awesome. And then they just go, they just rip yeah. him to shit. And then and his buddy goes after him. She gets torn apart. And that's the one that I was saying. Like, I mean, I really... wouldn't bring the cunt back on board, though. He was just, oh, well, he was just a sack of meat. When they brought him back, it was like, yeah, it was just a couple of bones. Like, <laughs> that, one, that one was the one that was kind of, in, in a way, it was underplayed. They, get, they go that flare and we get a little fucking little jump. And they go, jolt, and then they just surround him. You don't see shit. And then the, you, all you see is the, the line he was on go. Yeah, yeah, you see that come and then, you know, um, Adam Scott's character kind of eventually dives in there, but it's all done. Yeah. And we don't really see it in graphic detail or anything, which works well. We just see the swarm of piranhas and then we... It's, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And they do that a couple of times early on just to showcase what they're capable of, mm. but also the madness. I mean, I think later on it comes to the madness of people desperately trying to get out of the fucking water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which adds that extra element yeah, to it Yeah, they kick it into full gear later yeah. on. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell snorting coke and then engaging in conversations where he's got a big fucking <laughs> smear of coke under his nose. Yeah. Gold. <laughs> and his, his mood starts to escalate. He yeah, starts yeah. to get a bit fired up. Yeah, he's getting the shits and he's fucking, yeah. you're missing my shot. Yeah. And, then, and then when, you know, Jake mentions, oh, my mum's a sheriff, and he kind of stops and then starts rubbing his, <laughs> rubbing his lip. 
Yeah, one of the girls starts going. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look over and he's here going. <laughs> like, he's just I, such, he's a, such an idiot. He's such a dick for the whole movie. <laughs> and it's, fuck, it's funny in some points. I mean, he's such a dick that even when he's torn up, his first response is, they took my penis. <laughs> Priorities, mate. <laughs> Who fucking cares. Hey, remember when he comes back to life? Yeah. Wet t shirt. <laughs> That's all he says. Yeah. So he never comes out of like anything more than just a yeah, sleazy yeah. asshole the whole time. I mean, you mentioned this, but did uh, did the whole Trip McNeely cameo get him this job? I reckon it did. I reckon <laughs> that's Trip McNeely. That's now. That's Trip McNeely. Oh, fuck. I mean, that was I, funny. I keep having a fucking running joke with my missus and keep saying things like, couldn't even get digits as a freshman. After I told her about Trip McNeely. Yeah. Uh, and she's uh, fucking, she is sick to death of it. <laughs> <laughs> I how did you, you get sick, sick of Trip McNeely? <laughs> uh, but yeah, tip. Jerry O'Connell's you, fucking uh, stuff flip-flops in the shower. What's the thing? His work is great. Like it's just, once again, he escalates, but yeah. he's still fucking funny to watch. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though he's getting angry and he's, yeah, you know, he's starting to become... The whole way through. Difficult, yeah. even for, even more difficult, but he's still funny to look at. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important and I think that's Especially a, when, he, when he gets down to the fucking red speedos. <laughs> he's fucking strutting around <laughs> the boat in the speedos and the white shirt. I can tell everyone how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I just couldn't help but laugh at almost every time it was on. The girl in the parachute who gets her fucking yeah, legs just tore off. Yeah. That was cool. You know what's going to happen. But they tease it out a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of titillation. We'll just they, they tease it out and they put some other things out there for <laughs> yeah, us. But yeah. it's very reminiscent of a scene in Jaws 2. Yeah. Same yeah, sort yeah. of thing, parasailing. But that's they they pull that out of the out of the he doesn't get mm. attacked. But yeah. the way this works is just, yeah, you know, the whole she starts getting eaten. She's like, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. And then fucking stuff she comes, she's missing, missing both legs. legs and, then, and it's ugh. just it's horrid. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. Eli Roth, he's in it for maybe two minutes. <laughs> he's got the best line in the movie. Which is, I'm going to have to do it. No, no. His, his line is, all right, Lake Victoria, who's ready for some titties? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that was awful. But you were in stitches. Oh, you were, I was just beside myself. I thought that was piss funny. <laughs> his delivery is fantastic. And he's and fucking he's just, gyrating. He's gyrating and, and he's like, just got this running commentary about <laughs> what's I think it's peak Eli Roth. It's, it's just in the fantastic. background. You can just hear him going, oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of shit going on. Like, it was fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's only in it for maybe two minutes. Yeah. And yeah. then he gets fucking cleaned up. <laughs> boat fucking just crushes his head. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why, but I was just laughing oh, my ass off. Yeah, yeah. And he's just the way he turns, he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for Jerry O'Connell, Eli Roth would have won yeah. the movie in two minutes. Exactly. Like, it was fucking so funny. Yeah, that was very, very funny. And it coincides with when things just fucking go to, go to, go to overdrive. <laughs> like, we go from just building... Like, we see the piranhas. They never hide the piranhas, but they they kind of just take their time with 
you know, oh, we, we see a little bit of what they can do. We see some people get surrounded by them and then just get, yeah, you know, they disappear. But we get to this scene and it's fucking odd. It is all it's like going ten on. minutes of just fucking pure carnage. Absolute carnage, yeah. I mean, it starts with those two girls getting cut in half by the flying cable. Cord, yeah, yeah, the cable. It cuts loose and then it just fucking cuts the pair of them in half. And we it sits for a second while the top half of it just falls off into the water. Yeah. And then we're into fucking... We get, obviously, Eli Roth getting his head smashed in by the boat. And then the girl getting her hair caught in the propeller. Oh, oh. God. And they, they tease that out. He's pulling the fucking propeller yeah, and trying to yeah. start it. And she's clearly hung up and she's screaming for him to stop. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They actually do a really good job, I think, of going back and forth between under the water and above, above it. it. Like you see pretty much they've just made the water Red, yeah, and they're fucking churning it up a bit, and people are just screaming and splashing about. But then, the way that they continue to go underwater, and there's a couple of bits where they go under, and you just see fucking. Probably I mean, there's a couple of things that just about made me vomit. There. People just getting ripped apart. It's pretty well done. Yes, yes, and um, they go away from it and come back, and you you don't feel the let up. You just feel like you're straight back into it, and it's still yeah, yeah. It doesn't kind of cutting away for that portion doesn't ruin that. No, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not. It's not a let off that they 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 because I believe at the time they cut away, the shit's already starting to go down on the other boat. Yeah. So it's kind of the tension just stays at a level. Yeah. And, and they then they come take back. it back to it, and it's fever pitch again. Like it's it's just all on. Jerry O'Connell getting his legs torn off and then his cock chewed off. Oh. And then it floating down there, the parada eats it, regurgitates it. I mean, honestly, I can try to – you really want to rub it in, don't you? Like, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. One of the, one of the uh, highlight 3D moments. Yeah, it just vomits it in front of the fucking camera. <laughs> oh. I shouldn't – yeah, it was pretty grotesque, but fuck, it was so funny. And so fitting for his character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, that, yeah, I like that because he was such a dick-related guy <laughs> and a dick of a person. I like the fact that they actually did that to him. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Ving Rhames ripping out the propeller and yeah. going to town. Awesome. I dug that. And I like the fact that he kind of goes down kind of swinging with the, the propeller. Mm. He knows he can't possibly survive. Mm. Although he does. He does, yeah. Yeah. He comes back in the sequel. He does turn up in the sequel with shotguns for legs. <laughs> what the fuck? The sequel was garbage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I loved it. I, I kind of liked that. Even though he doesn't get a lot to do and he's not in it very much, he's always that, he's always that type of actor that sort of, sort of radiates that kind of tough guy image. And so I think that that's a nice way to have him go out. Yeah. And the last one for me is the exploding boat. Yep. With the gas and the flare and them hanging off the off the other boat, like yep. and getting pulled out of there. It's exciting, it's tense. Yeah, it's pretty it good. It works. Yep. Uh, and it's it just yeah, it's a nice little action set piece to end it with. Yeah. And I like that um Elizabeth Shue is just fucking running the show. Like she starts to get it going, but then the kids like get back in a boat and give me ten seconds or whatever it is. I think it worked out really well. It would have been stronger in a piece where you, you, you know, you cared a bit more for the characters. 
but in terms of just the excitement, an exciting way to finish off the film, it's pretty strong. It's pretty pretty solid. Just a little little piece of work. Yeah, great. So, what was your anything else that you had? No, no, that was pretty much it. Okay. Unless I start, you know, going line by line through Jerry O'Connell's. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, and he's dancing. They cut he's to that dancing. video of him online and he's just there going. He's throwing the thumbs Throwing the double thumbs. And there's these ladies around him. It's just fucking Oh, weird. man. Okay. Yeah. Visual effects overall are a bit dicey. Yeah, a bit I hit think and some miss. of it's deliberate. A bit hit and miss. I think some of it's actually deliberate. Yeah, some of it's. Because it's kind of towards the fact that the first one was kind of that cheap jack. Yeah, sort of filmmaking. a little bit, and then some of it looks like it's it's stuff that might have been all right in 3D that doesn't look so good when you're not watching it yeah. in 3D. But things like the whirlpool at the start, they look fucking terrible. They look a bit chonky. The actual piranhas, there's points where they look really good underwater, and then there's points where they're out of the water where it looks a bit chonky. Yeah. Yeah, it's hit and miss overall. Yeah. I mean, they don't rely on it hugely. mm you know, like it's not always in your face. No, but, it, but then you take some of those effects and then you take, take them against the effects of the gore when people are getting chomped up and shit. They look fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Practical work, the practical effects work is, yeah. is excellent. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell's legs. <laughs> He's laying on the fucking deck out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I am fucking kicking that guy overboard. <laughs> Uh, clearly he's not surviving that and if he does a towel over his face too I'm like put it over the legs that's what I don't want to see just push him off the fucking (laughs) edge okay this is where I had some problems okay Kelly the girlfriend quasi girlfriend character Mm. irrelevant unnecessary yeah not a lot happening there not much happens she doesn't really there's not much of an arc. I know that he kisses her in that before they they blow the boat up. Yeah, yeah. But that's not really an arc. That's oh, but that just was probably simply... another like too, that she proceeds to chunder when he's thinking he's got his moment here. That was <laughs> highly amusing. Yeah. And it was 3D chunder too, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. but No, you're right. It's sort of just. So there's no arc there yeah. because all it is is that he kisses her. That's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I actually felt that they had some early banter between him and Kelly Brock. Yeah, yeah. Why not go with that? Just go with that. Yeah. You know, like he, him and her start sort of flirting and it's not like he was fucking 12. Yeah. He was, he was 18 plus. But I just, yeah, it just, it was all kind of complicated. Or not, it was so uncomplicated that it was just kind of like it just um, didn't amount to anything. Yes. Not so complicated. So why in have the terms we got of, her? Like we, we end up, we start with Kelly Brock and, and then we kind of just, Forget about that and go with the other girl whose character name is Kelly, correct? Yeah, yeah. Which all we ever get from that whole thing is, oh, yeah, we get a scene at the start that makes it pretty clear that he likes her, she's back in town or whatever, and then the, the bloke that she's with throws a drink at him and then we're on the boat together. And as you said, nothing happens. She, she, kinds of get, she kind she of gets a She gets to be crook. Drunk. She overdrinks, gets crook. And then he starts to, you know. Try to sort of take charge a little bit. But then the piranhas are in fucking play by then. Yeah, yeah. So why are we worrying about this? And we go away in the mix, in the midst of it to do the, the whole fucking car- late carnage thing, which I wouldn't change. No, <laughs> of course not. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit weak. Yeah. And look. But you're saying cut, cut the Kelly character? Cut the Kelly character entirely, make him and Kelly Brock be the kind of like 
relationship part of it mm. because they're flirting the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they're together, they're flirting, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just done away with. Yeah. She, she's forgotten. Like she Kelly starts Brock pushing the other. She starts pushing them together. Yes. Oh, let's have them do the shot. Yeah. The body but shot. But she kind like of that. disappears yeah. after doing her underwater calisthenics or whatever with the <laughs> other girl. That I, I don't know what what it was in particular. I'm not going right. to discuss it. <laughs> but she disappears. Yeah. And I kind of felt like, but I liked their banter. I kind of got the fact that he sort of dug her and she liked him. Yeah, it felt, it felt a little bit more fun than yeah. the, the other relationship. It's and just, it's kind of like here's this kind of nerdy guy who was supposed to be, supposed to be babysitting. Yeah. And he kind of sparks a bit of a connection. Then he gets the opportunity to get on the boat with her. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it made sense. This makes more sense. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I was kind of like, I felt like that was just a non, non-event. There was no need to have it. Yep. Fair enough. I and actually felt a similar way about the kids. Yeah. I, I actually didn't mind the kids early on and like, and like his little sister kind of being a bit cheeky and sort of playing a little bit of a complication and him having to pay them off and that sort of thing. But then when they leave and lose the fucking canoe, that's it's weak. just a little bit like, uh, okay. It works from the sense, as you said, that we've split everyone up. We've got to get people going here. But it just feels a little, it just feels a little convenient and a little sort of just, just stuck in there. And the canoe, like losing the canoe, it's like that is so weak. Like, yeah, especially because... I think they it would have been all, all them right go, if they, they were still out on the on the water in the canoe. Yeah, yeah, and something happens and they get stuck on the island or something. Because what they do is they just get on the canoe and then the next time you see them is standing on the island with the canoe floating away and the girl's telling yeah. the boy. So it's really, really piss poor. Yeah, they yeah. just kind of, oh, they lost it. Speaking of gorgeous idiots, <laughs> your fucking, favourite. <laughs> the little brother. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I mean, like. We, those characters are really are, are, are kind of irrelevant. They're just adding nothing to the table. Yeah, and it's the same sort of situation. You could have just had one. You could have just had the little sister because the little brother doesn't do much except lose the canoe. And Yeah. Yeah. I think you work out to, for him to kind of say, you're going to stay here or I've got the neighbour to look after you or whatever and just have the I'll sister. I'll tell you what, mate, if you cut the kids entirely. I understand why they're there, but, yeah, I don't think you needed both of them, and I think we needed to tidy up the losing of the canoe just just a touch. Yeah. Mix it in with one of the attacks. Yes. Where they get fucking knocked out of the canoe and they have to get going. Yeah, and they have to swim to the island. the birds getting fucking the parasailers will fucking knock them out of the canoe or something like that. Yeah. Could have been a nice way to do it. Yeah. I think you you mentioned Christopher Lloyd, but, yeah, it's extremely hammy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it is just Doc Brown. It's just Doc Brown. A, a, a poor version of Doc Brown. Yep. Mannerisms, um, everything. Yeah. Everything but the Great hair. Scott. <laughs> I'm talking about 1.21 gigawatts or something. <laughs> the only other one I had was their plan to get off the other boat. It's fucking rubbish. <laughs> what, like, the, it's uh, rubbish. The rope? Yes. Yeah. Like, they never, he never tightens the rope yeah. to keep them up. Yeah, so yeah. it starts to sort of bend and bend and bend towards the water. You know what would have been handy? The jet ski. Yes. That he fucking left behind. Oh, yeah. They probably could have got to the boat on the jet ski. 
and grabbed a couple of them. At least yeah. grabbed the kids, popped yep. them on the back. Yep. But he doesn't Even extend. Kelly Brock doesn't have to die. Fuck. You no, know, she doesn't. <laughs> no. But if he sort of extends the rope, yeah. it gets tight, which yep. actually yep. happens later when after Kelly Brock's been killed, Elizabeth's shoe falls into the water and she's still holding onto it and he accelerates the boat and whoosh, up she comes again. Yeah. It's it's just so stupid. They've got fucking four people on the rope at one point. Mm. Like, what are you, stupid or something? Well, I, I get the, uh, I get the, what you're going for, like the tension of it and trying to make sure it's, it's, they're in danger. Yeah. It's not too easy. But yeah, considering what was at their disposal, it seems like there was an easier way to do it. So you do ask a few questions, which you could probably get. You probably have it worked out in another way that you didn't necessarily need to ask those questions. Correct. That was it for me. Yep, same. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. I love it. That was Piranha 3D. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify and Podomatic or wherever else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au or on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next movie, but until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.